in a minute, Craig. But anyway, hello. Uh, Welcome to the Legends of Podcast podcast. I don't tell you I missed it. I missed it. That wasn't very enthusiastic. Hello. Welcome to the Legends of Podcast <laughs> podcast, where today yeah. we're going to review some music, and it's going to be really cool. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, got we a lot got... of good releases this week, slash weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, been a, it's been, a, been more than a few weeks. <laughs> it's been, yeah. It's it's been a hot minute, but we're getting we're getting back on. It's it. been even so longer since we've actually recorded the uh, interview for today. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. it's been like that, a solid like, month. That was before, it's been over a month. That was before oh, Yellow Houses dropped, right? It was like yeah. the week. It was like the week of, I think. Oh, my God, it was it was a long it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Us wanting to record the podcast with Fox Teeth to promote Yellow Houses, but we're releasing it at the time of the new single. Oh my. <laughs> The week after the new single, actually. Yeah, yeah. literally. That's bad. <laughs> bad. It's bad. It's fine, uh, though. It's fine, though. Listen, it's fine. Yeah. We're doing it's fantastic. It's okay. Yeah. We're, doing fine. we're doing great. Yeah. Only great. one more. Only one more after this. Yes, and then we're going <laughs> to take a break, and then we're going to come back better than ever. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because we're, yes. we're, def- we're definitely going to come back from the break. Definitely. We are. I think we are. I want to. Yeah. No, I can put my Dr. Pepper on the ride symbol and it stays. Yeah, I literally. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You, you guys can tell that this is just this is just thrown together. We don't we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in the future with this. We only decided that yeah. we're doing seasons because we needed we needed to take a sec. I mean, yeah. because we're all starting school soon. Yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm definitely gonna need a second, like with college yeah. stuff. So it's it's I okay. Touched, though. I imagine going to somewhere. college. We get it. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, you, you guys want to get into the music? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No? Okay, that's it. That's the end of the episode. That's Thanks it. for tuning in. That's the end in. of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay. I want to intro the second band. So cool. I'll intro the, the first band. Uh, this first one is Aeroplanes by God Lost Continent. It's time to see what they've got to say. They've got their aeroplanes and they're watching situation close Time to see the situation I mean oh. with, it's actually with uh their bassist sings uh and it's the rest of Fox Teeth but with their producer too I believe I believe he's also in the band so, really? Yeah. Wow. That's so bangers funny. to right. be honest. That's cool. Yeah. They're cool. all so talented. They really um, are. Yeah. I literally listened to this song um and then immediately was like, "Oh my god, where's this band been?" I I like texted the group yeah. chat and I was like, "Oh, it's just Fox Teeth." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> They're very This is their second single out. They've been a thing for like a couple months, but Wait, yeah. there's another, there's another one? Yeah, I oh, oh boy, oh boy. Did we, did we not oh, talk boy, about oh it on the podcast? No, someone took so. it off the list. Oh, it was not I. See? <laughs> um, um, yeah. Hold on, I'm looking at what that other single's called. Ah, why don't my computer work? Anyway, let's talk about the actual song while you find that. So, Dark Circles, it's called Dark Circles. Oh yeah, later. Dark Circles. Jade's the cover. Yes. Before they Anyways. shake their head. Anyways, single, Airplanes. Fire, honestly. Banger. It's Fire. honestly, it's. I think it's really cool. It's, it's a very, very good, good like, really good vibes. 
It has a very good, like, power ballad-like feel to it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, slower, but it's not, like, it's got, like, a lot of power. I just described a power ballad. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you it's mean. It's really good. Mean. It's just yes. really, it's super catchy. I love, it's the bassist that's singing, right? Yes, Ron. I, lo- I love their voice. He's so... Uh... Yeah. He's very talented. God. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just agreeing. Oh, uh, okay, I think that's. I think that transitions really well into our next. <laughs> okay. About okay, the bass. So this... I want to talk about the bass in the next couple. So, anyway, the next two we're songs. going from Fox Teeth into Fox Teeth. No, Basically. listen, they're two different bands. Listen, you gotta give God Lost Continent their time to shine because they're such a solid band. But um, okay. so Fox Teeth and then Fox Teeth and then Fox Teeth. Followed by an interview with Fox Teeth. Shut up. God Lost Content <laughs> is not just Fox Teeth. It's just the members yes. of Fox Teeth. Yes. Yeah. I know. They're they're very, they are very different, but... Yes, definitely, because Jade... Okay, well, you know what? Let's, let me talk about intro this next one. But, um, <laughs> it's Fox Teeth, if you couldn't tell. And we're talking about Yellow Houses and their newest single, this back a lot a yeah lot. let's go we, yes okay so this is i work for this band and they are my favorite people in the entire world and yeah let's go hard eyes sorry okay. uh, i'm watching the flyers game and they just scored <laughs> oh my God. let's go Bruh. i'm so excited I thought you were just enthusiastic for uh, Yellow House. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got really excited. Really into this, huh? Got really excited. I got really excited. Anyways, we can talk. We can talk about Fox Teeth again. I just I I, I'm watching the game. Okay. um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! That was a good shot. Oh, anyways, I'm sorry. I don't care. So anyway, Yellow Houses. That's a straight banger, dude. I love this song so much. One thing that really stuck out to me about the song was the drums. I love the drums on this song. Andy is so talented. Um, The thing thing that stuck out to me about both songs is the bass. Like the bass tone, just the the fact that it's and it's the bass tone is so good and it's Mm -hmm. mixed. It's it's the bass is higher in the mix than a lot of like other shit I normally hear. I feel like the bass sometimes get gets drowned out. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. bass is so present in both of these songs, and I love when the bass stands out. The bass tone yes, is great, and the person definitely. who mixed it and put it higher in the mix, I love you. <laughs> yes. I believe his name is Aiden. Don't quote cool. me on that. Aiden, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, that's Very what his cool. name is, but like, I'm not that sure, because I don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> well, um, so I will, I want to point out the I know I always do this with every release we have, but I always point out the cover, like cover art for each single mm-hmm. or like release. Jade took the one for voicemail on their phone. Like oh, that's a picture on the phone. Yeah. And for Yellow Houses, they literally dragged their bed outside and took the picture. Uh that's I would just like I would just like to point out how inspiring it is that a song named Yellow Houses, the cover is actually Yellow House. That's just insane. Yes. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Wow. 
<laughs> I thought that's where you were going with that, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh my god. No, I I really like the the vibe of like the cover art for like all three of this. There, I agree. Like, it's got it's one got thing they do vibe. well is it's got like a set aesthetic vibe, which yeah, is good. Exactly. That's one thing Fox Teeth is really great at their overall aesthetic. Hmm. Yeah. yeah that's a good band, honestly. Honestly, yeah. good shit. Yes. Honestly, honestly, good shit. Honestly, good shit. <laughs> honestly, yeah. yeah. I'm excited for the album. I'm very excited for the album. I'm yeah. very excited. Next band. I'm cool with that. This next band, ooh, so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's introing it? Anthony? Yeah. Okay. So, straight <laughs> pop punk, and you know that is exactly the shit that I love. Yeah. Did you intro it? Did you intro it or not? Did I intro it? Oh. I, th- I, I forgot. I, I, I thought the name of the song and then I didn't say it. It's called It's Happy by Gold It is, but um, exactly what you were saying. It is straight pop punk. It is like the exact kind Philly, of pop punk right? I love. Yes, they are from Philly, yeah. and the drummer, Noise Plant drummer, is uh, friends with them. Yeah. Pretty cool. The vocalist is very unique, though, and it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Repetitive, where it's like, oh, it's just another pop punk vocalist. It yes, sounds like was, someone different. Exactly. What you mean? And also, the vocals is... are a bit heavier. Like I could hear them going in a more trash boat direction mm-hmm. if they chose to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Not the super whiny, super yeah, whiny. Shit. Yeah, that's why I really like it. Like, like state champs or like. Listen, state champs board. is one of the only whiny pop punk bands I will listen to. Thank you. I listen to a lot of whiny pop punk, so I can't. I speak, listen to but... so much whiny pop punk. <laughs> pop my punk one, is... my one criticism is just that the, I don't know if it's the mixing or the mastering, but it sounds very, not the, not, the mixing and mastering is really good, but the thing is, it's just very cluttered, so everything sounds like one like sound. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what you mean by that? Instead okay. of being, I don't know. I just it just might have been, it might have just been I was listening really loudly, and it all sounded very. Who knows? I, I, I mean, all I, I know may have is my that... headphones a little too far up for this one. <laughs> Dude, it's because it's, it's a banger. Because yeah. it's a banger. Dude, it's this like, song goes so hard. Like it's insane. Like, I want to kick people in the face during this song. This is a song I want to pit to, when shows yes. come back. Like, uh, yeah, like as soon as it starts, like I'm in the pit. <laughs> Where are they from? From Philly. Ooh, okay. So, okay. I think they were supposed to play a show with Friend Circle, like towards Wait, the beginning. like when. What happened? Why are all the good bands from Philly? And they shit started. Friend Circle's from Jersey, but we'll keep Friend Circle, people. Hard Eyes, yes. Philly and Jersey are the same place. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. South Jersey and Philly are the same. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but like I think they were supposed to play a show at Creep, when like, like when like in like May or something. Like it was scheduled, and then they had to cancel it. Which was annoying, because that would have been a great show. Yeah, it's fine. Um, sorry, I literally am zoning out. I'm responding to a tweet right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the flyers. Oh, too, yeah. so I'm just not paying attention. Someone uh, said, I'm walking, um, "I'm walking in a circle." Someone said, "Breathe it in" isn't even a young culture song anymore. It's a mad song, and I'm like, you know what? Keep yeah. It. God, I'm glad we can all yeah, agree. I agree. I agree. Anyway. Onto some important shit. Movements, um, movements, 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 movements. I'm introducing the one after movements. Thank you. That's fine, but I'm gonna scream about it as well. Anyway, okay. uh, yeah. 
I'll Move go. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, we got "Don't Give Up Your Ghost" and "Skin to Skin" by. It's great. It's movements. It's, they're back. Movements. Yes, they're back. <laughs> it like the they finally of, released like, new music. No, but it's um, fucking like this is the album I'm most excited for this year. And honestly, the singles have not let down. Like, don't give up your ghost is a little bit of a slow burner, but when it hits, it hits perfectly. Like, it's just, it's a very good. I mean, all their songs are like you know sad songs, but it's a very good like sad song. You know. And also, and, skin to skin is just a banger. These songs, I feel like they feel they feel more hopeful than like feel something because that song, yeah. that album is sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the songs off of "Feel Something" are like a lot slower. If you know what I mean. Yeah. The yeah. thing I'm most excited about Maybe. for this record is the fact that they're only dropping three singles. They said. Oh. Well, How many? So it's actually like going to be a full album instead of just How like songs oh, hey, on the look. record 12 yeah okay that's Ooh. that's a, that's a good number of singles then for a 12 song album and yeah. also the fact that Perfect. like they're dropping these ones that are like like don't give up your ghost they said was probably the weirdest one and it definitely mm-hmm. sounds a lot different than feel something but i know there's yeah. still gonna be stuff like feel something on it because did you see the um the live performance they did from california where they played the new no. song I remember it i remember it from a while ago yeah, yeah that new song sounds very feels something ish and so yeah. you know i'm sure they're still gonna have that sound in there my oh, god i love that song i'm sorry i'm just very excited for this record this is going to be the like record of the year uh, yeah maybe we'll see i i mean we didn't even talk about skin to skin yet i i skin to skin i like it more than don't give up your ghost i don't know i agree i'm still torn on i actually what yeah. i like more the thing is i like both of them in equal amount for what they are, because they're both very different songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're it's both different, and I, I don't know, and I feel like I shouldn't be comparing them to feel something because of how like different. Yeah, they are. definitely. Yeah, I really like they're the, different, but they're still the same. Whatever they did in Skin to Skin, like that, like other instrument, whatever it is, mm-hmm. thing, whatever I that is, you know what I'm talking about. I can't describe mm-hmm. it, but that thing mm-hmm. is very cool, and I really like that. <laughs> yeah. So I I love how we all just knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Yes. I love the use of um, delay on the lead guitar in the intro, like the bring up, bring up, bring up, bring up, bring up, bring up. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't make the sound with my mouth because sadly I don't have a delay pedal in my vocal cords. Um, <laughs> so, but you know what I'm talking about when you hear yes, the song. Yes, it's just uh, something very interesting that wasn't something that was heard on Feel Something because Feel Something is a bit more straightforward and it feels like they're experimenting with more stuff on this record like yeah. the piano and Don't Give Up Your Ghost and like the delay pedal yeah. and all the new weird instruments and shit. It they've, feels more like a put together record. They've than a definitely grown up like music wise like not saying anything bad about their previous. They've definitely grown music wise and it's yeah. really cool to see like ah so I know, you know I totally agree with you. This is completely unrelated to these two singles, but you know that one video that always gets retweeted onto the timeline of Daylily? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It just recently got retweeted onto the timeline again, and it's just making me think about what a phenomenal band they are and how they just keep getting better. Yes. Thank they you. They are yes. incredible. 
great band. Amazing. The Love. only men. Thank you. <laughs> Besides this right. next person we're talking about. He oh is the boy. man. I this is also gonna be helpful. Can I intro it? So can I intro it? Go for it. Yes, you are Okay. It. It's Machine Gun Kelly. Um <laughs> and it's two of the singles <laughs> off of Tickets to My Downfall, my ex's best friend and concert for him. jamming lately literally machine gun kelly going pop punk is the best thing that happened this year the only good thing to happen this year it was a little bit i was a little bit hesitant on it with bloody valentine i like bloody valentine a little bit but i was like eh, it's It's literally a blank bloody valentine hit bloody valentine it was like i heard it and i was like "Eh, it's it's pretty good it's whatever i was a little bit torn on it but then concert for aliens dropped and i was like Uh oh oh you can actually write a good pop punk song like a really good Bloody valentine sounds like pop punk but it's like it's like uh, there's other stuff in there so it's like okay can is it really gonna be like is it gonna be like pop punk or is it gonna be pop punk and then concert for aliens came out and it's like okay so they're going he's just going total blink yeah no it was literally a blink song and they're literally literally. and he's this record has is literally being made with Blink's drummer. So, so yeah, exactly, exactly. Blink's um, drummer, aka and, Travis Barker. Uh, yeah. no, see, but the weird thing is with Travis Barker, I always, you know, a lot of people will just say, "Oh, that band's drummer," but like with Travis Barker, most people just say his name because yeah, because everyone knows so who he is. Actually, his everyone knows who he is. He's literally in this, not only in this scene, but also like the rap and hip hop scene. Yeah, he features on he, everything. Like, yeah, there's a new album coming out of, by like. What? It's like a new album coming out by like a band in the pop punk ish scene that's like on the medium to large level, or like a new hip hop record from anyone at all. Travis Barker mm-hmm. probably has a part somewhere in there. Yeah, and it's really wow. cool to see. It's really cool to see someone who's literally in one of the biggest pop punk bands and working with smaller artists, and I really love to see that. But anyway, also, we talked about Contravalians a lot, but also, you know, MGK, he's a bigger artist. You know, of course, there's going to be a poppier one on there. But, mm-hmm. oh, my God, even the poppier one stands up to the other stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. my ex-best friend, my ex's best friend, just bangs. I... And also features one of my other favorite, like, newer pop-ish artists, Black Bear. He's not newer, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Black Bear is the perfect addition to this song. Agree. Like, yeah. I can't imagine the song without his verse. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I'm trying to see... I'm sorry, I was looking at the make-out thing. <laughs> and also, I like how with the pop-punk stuff he's been doing, like... Like, it's not even just the record. Like, have you noticed that, like, he's been featuring on a lot of songs lately, like Ian Dior and everything? Yeah. And, like, adds his pop-punk style to all of those songs as well because yeah. he's doing this record? That's yeah. just so sick. Yeah, um, and with the, I, I believe it's the last track on Hotel Diablo, I think I'm I okay. Think I'm okay. Yes. Oh and that God. really shows the transition he's taking music-wise, and I'm, well, Hotel Diablo is my favorite Machine Gun Kelly album, and I think I'm okay is my favorite Machine Gun Kelly song. I think I'm okay. I think, honestly, it, I, I, I hate when, like, 
artists like would take songs from an album that's already been released and put it mm -hmm. on another album. But I would not be mad if I think I'm okay as on tickets to my downfall because it really belongs yeah, it there. fits. It fits really, really well. Yeah, I, I think you know how I sent you the other day how the Target CD has four extra songs. Yeah. I think the piano version of "I Think I'm Okay" is gonna be one of those. Ooh, because I, I know they were making it. that and it never. I'm so know. excited. I'm so glad you God. sent me that because I don't think I would have found it if you didn't send it to me. <laughs> Literally 15 tracks plus <gasps> four extra from Target. That's like God. I, tracks. I can't believe they. Uh, yeah, that's just gonna be great. I'm gonna go to Target Day of and just like punk MGK songs. I'm gonna bust that the is... doors down and say, "Give me my CD." Literally. Right. That's that's enough MGK for the night. No, <laughs> no it's never enough. It's never enough. Oh my god. No, never, we have never, three never. other releases to get through, and none of them are singles. We have any time? Okay. We go to bed soon because I have school okay. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my All god. Right. <laughs> god. Okay. All right. We got uh Okay. Moving on. Now I've got my ex's best friend stuck in my head. We uh we we're talking about looking good, feeling good, but I look I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know the the name of the EP. I just I have it on playlist. Yeah. Playing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this band is they're from Philly, and they they're just I love they are very good. They are very good. I did not listen to them before this EP because I, I I've heard of them though because yeah. they play some shows in Philly, but I never got into them. I never don't know why. I'm kind of regretting that now. But they signed yeah. the, they signed, they signed the Chill Wave Records. Oh, they put the out Kaki this EP. Cuff label. Yes, Kaki Cuff label. <laughs> Diver and at this point, they should just band. rename it to Khaki Cuff Label. I don't just think they Khaki should. Cuff. Khaki <laughs> Cuff Records. Khaki. Dude, Khaki oh, Cuff had their own label before before they got signed to Chill Wave. <laughs> Bro, what? Yeah, yeah, Fault Records. It was like all of like their friends in like the scene put out their oh, stuff. I don't know. I don't know the Khaki Cuff's lore, so you gotta fill me in on that. Is so. there much lore? I mean, it, it was just like Khaki Cuffs and like Brody's rap. SoundCloud rap project and, oh my God. and the drummer of Khaki Cuffs' stuff and we were talking. Why are we talking about Khaki Cuffs? We're supposed to be talking about Elephant Jake. Um Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> I Yeah. Oh I just my AirPod case just went flying into my computer screen. So that's cool. <laughs> I I really liked it. I really liked it. I yes. really into it. I I love this this sound a lot. The like the emo, uh, yeah. the emo sound they, that they did. I like it a lot. It's the, the sound I they like did. It it's a like lot. sorry, I don't have words tonight. The sound yeah. they go for. It's like it's not it's not breaking any new ground. But there's not a lot of bands that are still, I don't know, doing this specific type of. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's just it's just very nostalgic sound. Yes. And yeah. Honestly, yeah. It banks. More bands Agreed. need to bring the style Retweet. back. Retweet. Yeah. Um, what is what is everyone's favorite song from this? Oh wait, what's the title of it? It's the soup one. The soup one. I love yes, that. Yes, the time I brought you soup. That's yeah. my favorite one. So good. Yeah, down. I like I, I like, I like the agree. vibes. I love the vibes on my the time I brought you soup. I think I still think maybe maybe mine is still uh shipment only knifing, though. Um, that one was really good. good. Yeah. It's a great intro to the EP. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely an intro that gets you hooked immediately. Mm -hmm. Up, 
Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good band. Check them out. Great. Definitely Imagine. check them what out. I think they're the smallest. Track? I think what they're the smallest besides God Lost Continent. But yeah, so definitely what did check you them say? out. What is your favorite track? Yeah. Oh. Mm. A shipment only knifing or the time I brought you soup. Okay, glad we agree. Yeah. <laughs> Looking good though, like it's very it's long and it go it like there's a lot of stuff going on and I like it like yeah a lot of stuff yeah you know uh, you know what I'm saying I don't have any words tonight I'm mm-hmm. struggling to find words yeah. but yeah <laughs> um, it's fine let's get through the next two their albums who wants uh-huh. to intro the first album um Anthken I I want the last one I want I wanted the next one no Damn it. Uh, too bad Nads called it Anthony oh uh-huh. fuck <laughs> all right this next one is the new Gulch record I forgot what it's called because I um, I don't remember. Penetrable Cerebral Fortress. Okay, how am I supposed to remember that? How am I supposed to remember that? I'm, if you were on the podcast document, you would see it. Yeah, I'm on the podcast document. Oh. Actually, I'm in my playlist with all the stuff in it. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my playlist. Maybe if you weren't stupid. Maybe if you weren't stupid, then Anthony, you would see it. Anyway, impenetrable Shame. cerebral force. That's like try saying that three times fast. Fortress, fortress, fortress. Force. Impenetrable, impenetrable cerebral fortress. Impenetrable. <laughs> this is so funny. Fortress. Impenetrable. Oh my. Okay. Can we talk about the actual music on this album? Because Jesus Christ, does it hit? <laughs> yes, it really well, hits. Definitely. Um, um, there's been a, there's been a, honestly like a decent amount of like hardcore shit this year. Like that's been really good. Like. You're the knife, which we already wait. We did not talk about you're the knife yet. No, we're talking about the. Well, we're talking about that next episode. Yeah, well, we're late on that too. But anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. Gulch, Gulch, you're the knife, and then Boundaries is putting out an album, and that is gonna hit. Yeah, Boundaries. Oh my god, new Boundaries single hits. But like, all basically, what I'm trying to say is a lot of a lot of the hardcore this year has been really good. It's been bangers. Like none of it. This the snare, the snare on this album. God, God, I love the snare sound. I love when bands have the snare that's like super like pop, it's just like pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got that. It's got that nice like snap to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's super good. Um, the the sound like what's the? I can't. I know what I'm trying to say, but I can't find the words that I'm looking for. Sounds like sounds about right. Yeah, it's yeah. it sounds okay. I'm not very schooled in hardcore. We know so. None of us are. Wrong. Yeah, none of us. It's very, it's very similar. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's the sound is very like new hardcore, but mixed with older like, like old old or classic hardcore stuff. You know. Yeah. 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 Like the uh, vocals remind me a bit more of like older stuff, but also like. I'm losing the words. I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting it's so hot in this garage. God. <laughs> and, I'm like um, gonna I'm gonna pass out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're just we're just it's, a bunch it, of pop punk kids talking about hardcore. Okay, all like, I can my say favorite is band's I really literally a pop just... band to like leave me alone. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's it hard to it was hard to okay. sit down on the couch and listen to this record while sitting still. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah. perfect description. And also, it was really, it was really odd because I went, I listened to um, "Before You Go" by Louis Capaldi, no. and I immediately went into this record right after. 
Oh. So it was like, <laughs> from that to that, and it was like, whoa. What the oh. fuck? Louis Capaldi. Hard eyes. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I think my favorite song was Lige and I Sanctify. That one was really good. Yes, I agree. That was mine too. That was a great track. Holy shit, that track went so hard. For real. Um, that's. I think mine is All Fall Down the Well. Yep, that was another one of my favorites. Ooh. Like that three strong, yeah. that's three song stretch from Lodge and I Sanctified uh-huh. to All Fall Down the Well was like the yep. best part of the album. Yeah, Agree. Definitely. Agree. Oh my God, the, ba- really... the bass tone on this album was really like, really dirty. It was so dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, me acting like I know music. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Literally. Um. Okay. Next album. I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot to say about the next record. Okay, Go ahead. I, don't, so, I don't have that much to say. <laughs> I have some stuff to say, but this next record is "All the Distortions Are Intentional" by Nick. Going to ruffle some feathers. I'm going to ruffle some. Yes, feathers. you okay, are. And, I'm not ready and for talk it. Your shit. Talk your shit. Anthony, would you like to? I would. Would I like to talk? Oh, gladly. Would you like I to ruffle some feathers? So. I said talk I your shit. So. This record is like okay. Right now, my like top albums of the year list. This is number one, tied with the all-time low record. This I. Oh. Nope. Abs. Everyone hates know. this record, and I absolutely love it. It's not a bad it. album. I don't, hate it. I don't hate it. It's just my least favorite Nick Deep album. I have a statement That's... to say that I think th- I, this is the one statement that is going to ruffle some feathers after having. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I think time, I'm gonna kick you off the podcast after know, spending a lot of time with this record. Life's not out to get you. Is their definitive best record? But I think songwriting wise, I think this record might beat it. Get out. I'm I'm sorry. I love this record because the thing can we is, ban, just, can we ban him from the Discord server? Yes, it how, is so perfectly up my alley. Please, I made it's not at sure though, y'all. It, it it is it is right up his alley, and I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. It is like literally like uh-uh. right up my alley, and also pushing daisies has become like my favorite neck deep song. That song goes incredibly hard. That is one of definitely one of the best songs on the album. I will the agree biggest with you. How can you that say I that also... when telling stories exists? Stories is okay, the best. But pushing, yeah, great, is like but pushing daisies is incredible, and also mm-hmm. the biggest step up from the piece in the panic to this is the production. The production yeah. on this is some of the most pristine production I've heard it like mm-hmm. all year. Like this record yeah. just sounds incredible, and also yeah. like it's got a little bit for everybody. It's I mean, there's like Sonderland and telling stories for people that love their older stuff, and then everything else for me. Um, <laughs> Little and, Dog you know, is literally Little Things by One Direction. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know that song. Um, well, you're lame, so. And um, uh, we also don't talk about Quarry. No, yeah. we don't. We literally don't. When I say that I this is one of my favorite, when I say this is album of the year for me, I say that <laughs> while omitting Quarry. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have, I know, hate the spelling we'll have, there's always hate an, the spelling there's some things. albums that are like that like with just one one song that's like, like one song off. that's like ugh. yeah there's yeah. a couple albums like that um this album was just hit or miss with me some of the songs i don't know like all I the, like I, the honestly, singles. I really liked all the singles um mm-hmm. i can't I think say it's a way better record most, as a whole thing 
It was mostly hits. I can't even say that. It was yeah. mostly hits. There were just a couple misses, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I thought Sunderland was a great opener. Like, incredible Yes, opener. definitely. Agree. And, I mean, listen, like, like, they never fail to have a good opener. Exactly. Yeah. Like, true. What, they have, they have four that were albums, and then, right? Oh, wait, I'm looking at their discography. Yeah. There was Citizens of Earth. Hold on. First of all, at first it was Losing Teeth, and no, then Citizens yeah. of Earth. Losing Teeth, then Citizens of Earth, then Motion Citizens nice. of Earth. God. Motion sickness is, is an incredible opener. Yeah, and losing teeth. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I think Sunderland was is a great intro, and I fall fall is a great song. I, I low, low life grew on me. Um, low life grew on me. Telling, telling stories, stories is the best song on the album. I love yes, it. Yes, definitely. Uh, when you know is a good single. Quarry, we don't talk. It's about. a good single, but it's probably one of my <laughs> least favorite tracks because it's very basic. I really liked when you know. I Dick really liked it, but also single. it was very basic. Sick joke was my, my favorite, favorite single, I think, was probably Sick Joke or Fall. Um, yeah. I actually, wait, it might be I Revolve Around You. I love that track. I Revolve is good. I think um, Took You So Long, Empty House, Little Dove were all kind of like slight misses for me. Like, that's where I kind of lost interest. It's Empty House and What mm-hmm. Took You So Long hit so hard. Yeah. Little yeah. Dove was kind of meh. Started losing interest around them. Yeah. Little Dove fits into the record, but as an, a song that I would go back to, not a lot. Although yeah. I find myself going back to Empty House a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I Revolve Around You was good. And then I Pushing Daisy you was so good. So good. I Revolve Around You went from, like, my least favorite single to, like, my favorite single so fast. Mm-hmm. And that, Pushing that, that Daisies, awesome. like, the first time I listened to the record and was listening, like, if you listen to the record, you're not expecting the end of Pushing Daisies when it comes, but then mm-hmm. it just does. And the production uh-huh. elevates it so much. It just sounds so heavy compared to everything else. Like, the song yeah, already dude. was my like my favorite off the record because it just, I don't know, something hit with it. And then that ending came and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that song is great. Honestly, favorite Neck Deep song. Not ashamed to say it. Jeez, uh, Anthony? Jesus. I'm sorry. But, I, yeah. hot, hot takes. Hot takes today. Feathers. We're gonna get canceled because of this. Uh, one take Tony's been over, and he's gonna get. Bro, one take Tony. One take Tony's about to get Legends of Tomorrow podcast canceled. Oh no! <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. God. Hashtag Legends of Tomorrow canceled. Yeah, I think we that's all I have to say end. about next week. Are we done? Yeah. I. Uh, um, I yeah. Great record. Get ready for our interview with Foxy, um, the best yeah. Jersey band ever. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's right. the one. Um, today we are talking to Jade from Foxy. Introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Jade from Foxy. I do vocals and guitar in the band. I I write our songs. Period. <laughs> nice, very cool. Okay, so you know what? Let's get this straight up started with. For those who don't know, who is Foxy? <laughs> Um, so Fox Teeth is a three-piece emo shoegaze band uh, where we started in Central Jersey. We all live in Central Jersey, and it's myself, um, Andy Romanowski. Andy, if you're listening to this and I pronounced your last name wrong, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Ron Beaton. Um, and we met, I put out an Instagram ad in November 2019, and guys both answered it and had already been in a band together beforehand um so they already knew each other so we all met up and started making music together and we've been together ever since period <laughs> that's me 
Word. The only men ever. <laughs> the only ones allowed. Yeah, the only ones allowed. Are we allowed? <laughs> no. Damn. No red heart. Only for the podcast, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just being you. Right. <laughs> All right. So, wow, this is a drastic change of question. We really didn't organize, did we? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> always organized. So, what, what have you been listening to lately in quarantine? Um, oh, that's a really good question. Um, always, I listen to a lot of Now Now. Um, I lose my mind for them. I've been listening to them since I was like 11. So they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I've actually been kind of straying away from pop punk and stuff like that. Um, and I've actually <laughs> been listening to... <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of Neo Soul. Which is like um, Daniel Caesar and uh, Jill Scott, like older artists too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of us know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, prob- cool. probably not. They're like older, oh, cool. older R&B artists. Um, really cool. Um, I've, I've really been into this band called Hiatus Coyote. And they make like really crazy sounding music. All the drums are really crazy in it. Um. Yeah, pretty much just that, and then, like, the same playlist I have since, like, 2014 with a whole bunch of old Tumblr aesthetic songs in it. Nice. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> I, like, I like the range of our, our answers of just, yeah, cool, yeah. nice, hot. Yeah, my, my music taste is, like, all over the place. It's pretty much anything but country um, and EDM, because, like, I just can't do it. Oh, I used to be like really into Skrillex when I was like 13. Like I, I even had the same haircut. I just, like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, but I just like can't listen to it now. Like I don't think people who like listen to it and respect it and can feel emotion um, in those songs. That's really cool. But I just I can't do it. I just hear like yeah. fork in the dispenser for me. <laughs> i think all of us had that phase in like 2013 where we were like yeah mom i'm into edm now god you know yeah no, i was a five sauce dan no okay I mean, but like i don't know i, I feel like 2013 fan. you were either really into edm pop punk or like folk indie because that's all that was on the radio yeah that's fair yeah Okay. Um, who's asking the next question, James? You. James, it's your turn. James, it's your turn. James, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, are there are there any upcoming releases that you're excited for? Um. Well, we've we've got an album planned. We don't have an exact date for it, but we did finish recording the rest of the songs. Period. Um, <laughs> just we're just gonna review everything and make sure it's you know um our one hundred percent all all in for it. Um. Wanna? I can't. I can't give it away. But we are gonna have perhaps one more single, um, in a couple of weeks for the album. Um, for legal reasons, that is a joke. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Got it. So definitely no single. Definitely, definitely not a single of an older song that we did. Definitely not. Oh, definitely oh. not. Oh, definitely 
Absolutely not. Definitely Interesting. Not. Definitely maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely not. No. Definitely not is probably better. Just just for legal reasons. <laughs> for, for legal it's reasons. It's coming out like after you put the it <laughs> out anyway. <laughs> Literally. Um, not coming out for like a long time. <laughs> it won't be out until we're all in our 60s. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just forever to get these episodes out. <laughs> yeah. Is this one supposed to go out? I don't know, like a week, like a month and a half from now. <laughs> yeah, this one very well could be out when the new, when the next single and it's gonna, or album announcement is out. It's gonna That's go out on August twenty second. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a good date. Like those numbers. Numbers look good. Eight, two, two. That sounds like a good date to drop a single, maybe. Hmm. Yes. Maybe an album? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Is that a Friday, actually? Wait. Oh, it's, it's a it's Saturday. Really, really on Saturdays. It's oh, Saturday. my, Anthony. That part of this podcast. How long? What? Now? I don't know when we release our episodes. Dude, he I don't remember the numbers. Or when... <laughs> I am doing. I am. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm here for? Nothing. The intro. And that's it. That's yeah, edits, I do everything. And you I'm here to collect the releases and do the intro, and that is all I'm here for. Honestly, you yeah. All the, all the, all the, uh, you tell us early when releases are dropping. Yeah. Yeah, I keep that, I keep that shit on tab. Like, but listen, I got us the Familiar Spaces EP. Yeah. I did your job. How is that my job? What? Because <laughs> you're from your area. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're gonna send me things. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, "Hey guys, about that new EP, uh, can I?" Uh, Let's get back to the interview now, Anthony. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, be quiet. No one likes you. <laughs> I'm being personally attacked. Okay. Um, yeah. What have you been? What have you been doing in quarantine? Have you been, you know, holding up? Um, I think I've been like okay with everything um honestly i did not have much of a social life well actually no <laughs> right before um right, right before the virus hit um i was actually going to like a lot more local shows and hanging out with a lot of friends from college which was really cool um mm-hmm. so that definitely sucks because obviously i can't do that now um i've still i've still been kind of doing things that i typically do writing songs um working on videos um, online shopping horribly, <laughs> but um, nothing, nothing like super exciting. Just been kind of bland. I'm usually oh, oh no, no, no. my cat. Um, my cat had babies. In May. Yes. Word. And we didn't. We didn't know she was pregnant, so that was interesting. And uh, <laughs> had four little kittens, and they're still here. They're not old enough to leave yet. Um, so they've been, like, running around my living room every single morning since they've been big enough. Uh, I think that's, that's probably, like, the most exciting thing that's happened. Oh, no, no, okay, all right, that's the most exciting (laughs) physical thing. The most exciting thing was Johnny Darko getting put on No Sleep's playlist. That, that was the height of course. Word. That was so, that was so good. Word. Best moment of my life, I've literally... No Sleep has been, like, my all-time favorite label since I was, like, I don't know, 11. And um, the band I mentioned earlier, Now Now, they used to be signed to them, and that's how I heard about them. And I was like, man, you know what? If I'm in a band, I want to be on that label. Like, that's my goal. Um, so I feel, too. <laughs> yeah, they're just, 
they're such a great label and that was like really really cool i like we got the notification on twitter i just cried because i was just like oh my god that's insane but, uh that was definitely the the height of what i've been experiencing during quarantine yeah, I, I have I have a personalized question. Ooh, after okay. this after this podcast is over, can you please send videos of the baby cats to the chat? I definitely can. <laughs> I have Thank tons, you. and I've been making TikToks of them. Oh my god! Oh my every god, day, yes. <laughs> I will definitely send them over. Thank God. Okay, James, you're good to talk now. Anthony would ask that, anyways. <laughs> um. Uh. It's so funny that you started talking about no sleep because in the music portion of the which episode? The Nineteen. So we started talking about no sleep too. Then I literally just said no sleep, signed Fox to you. Said, wait, you said, what? Why would you do that? No sleep, Fox to you. Makes me so nervous. Like, no. I was so embarrassed because on my personal Twitter, I kept talking about them the day they mentioned us. I didn't like I didn't tag them or anything and they saw the tweets and spammed me and I was like this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I look like a fangirl like that's so embarrassing. And yeah, we, we were talking about the Forest Green album and we brought we brought up No Sleep and then Yeah. I love the Forest Green album. I've also hey. been listening to that. Not to like go back on the question, uh but I I've been bopping that. Yeah. Yeah, that album was great. Oh my god. Fire. No sleep just putting out banger after banger this year. Like they're doing so literally good. I don't think they've ever signed a band that has been like trash or anything. Not even mm-hmm. trash, just like like under a certain expectation for that label because they mm-hmm. really like I feel like they're just a very honest label. And when they have bands on their roster, like they get people who are very um inspired to just give their all when making music Lilac and I think queen. I like queen yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um without a doubt um all the bands that have been on that label like they give it their all and that's what makes mm-hmm. them so great yeah um okay Agreed. um wait which question are we doing next because these are very much out of order holy shit. Uh, who cares we're just gonna i'm just gonna do whatever it doesn't matter uh, <laughs> oh. pre pre quarantine and everything. What were some of your like favorite bands that you played with? Cool. Um. Well, we've only played two shows. Um, really? as a whole band. I probably should ask that first. How many shows you played? <laughs> and only yeah. only two, sadly. Um, our first show we played with a local band. They're called Four, but they spell it like IV. And then we played with American Beauty. Playing with those guys, yeah. um, I also yeah. like I was on tour with them. I actually did more shows with American Beauty than I have ever with my own band. But that's a great tour. That was a great tour. Um, oh god, that was such a good tour. It's that tour. Noise Plant opened one of the dates. Yeah. Oh, uh, that Delaware. The Delaware show was great. Um, and all the shows were really great on that tour. Um, I think the second show. I'm trying to remember the name of all the bands. There was a lot more for our second show. We played with Wind Up Kid. That's the only band I know that. Oh, incredible. Um, yeah. Joey is an incredible musician and amazing stage presence. Like, you can really feel the energy in all those songs. Um, yeah. Which I, I just, I was like in awe. It was like almost midnight and I, I was like, 
bugging out because I was in the middle of Tom's River. <laughs> and that's an hour from where I or an hour and a half from where I live. I drove by myself. I had to carry all my equipment. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay for the rest of the bands because I, I never leave anything early like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Joey just started, started strumming. I was like, this is what it feels like to be reborn because it is <laughs> that good. The energy was that great. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the bands I saw that night besides you guys because was, I left um, early because of my sprained elbow. Thanks, well, heart we, attack man. We opened that night Hello. and then it was honeycut and pocket yes. gum, but pocket gum. Yeah, no, no, no. They they like walked in and came on, but I think they had to leave like right after, so they didn't get to stay for super long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed their set too. But wind up kid, it was just like the energy was uh, like it, it gave me the boost to drive all the way back home that night and go to class the next morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Do you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Going off of that, who do you want to play with when shows come oh. back? Okay. Um, number one, Pollyanna. Pollyanna, yes. without a doubt. Um, I've gone to almost all their shows in the last few years just because, as well, they put on an amazing show. Their music is great. Mm-hmm. Um. And like another New Jersey local band, I just I just love seeing their shows. I would love to play with them. Yeah. Um, Lilac Queen for sure. Oh um, yes, I feel like that would be Ooh. a really cool show. Um, I was actually supposed to play with them when I was playing with American Beauty. Um, it was going to be a really you good lineup American too. Beauty? Was yeah. I remember that? I was going to go. I was yes. going to go. And there was. I, was, I remember be... I was thinking about driving up for that show. Mm-hmm. It was going to be was... a really nice show. There was supposed to be another Lilac Queen tour where they played with Highwind at the clubhouse five yeah. minutes away from my house. Angry. I was thinking about driving up to that one with uh, Haley and uh, Solo. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was really, really stoked for that. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously it had to get canceled, but Fox Teeth yeah. wise, I would love to play with Lilac Queen. They are just incredible. And yeah. of course, I would love to play with Will, Plague Skater. God, yeah, my best friend yeah. is incredible. Yes. Um, yeah. that's without a doubt, that's gonna happen, like that has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, probably first show we get back, I'm just gonna call up Will and be like, dude, like, we gotta go right now, we gotta get it together. Yes. And I'll be in attendance autographing, <laughs> of course, gotta, like, the drummer first. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And I always tell him, I'm like, you know, you could do what I do or planned on doing before Andy and Ron joined and just have, like, mm-hmm. drumming friend, temporary drummer that's just for live shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never even know, like, if you have someone who's supposed to be a temporary member, you guys could just click and that's just that just becomes the band, so you never know. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah those, are, those are definitely my top three picks. There's definitely more bands. I would love to play with, but I will go on a horrible tangent if I start naming all of them. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of bands. There's a little. Yeah. Uh, where do you see the band five years from now? Ooh, five years from now. Holiday question, but yeah. Um, I really want to manifest this, so I want to say signed to No Sleep. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I can absolutely that. see that happening. I definitely want to say. At least 
um, including this next album, like three albums all together. Um, I write a lot. Like we've already, well, we haven't started working on new stuff for anything past this album because we are trying to focus on getting it out. But I do have stuff that I've been writing already myself. Um, I would love to be able to put out a few more full albums. Um, definitely a really cool tour, too. At least one, like, big tour that we could do. I would love to do that. Um, I feel like, I feel like at the rate that we're gaining our momentum, like, all of that stuff is not too far to reach out for. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Yeah. Like, we've, we've been gaining a lot more momentum. Um, honestly, like, I... When I started the band as a solo project, I really wanted to get serious with it, but I couldn't see it getting super, super far. And when the guys joined, it was like from the first practice, it was like perfect. And then um, mm -hmm. people just really, really liked our stuff. And I was just like, you know what? We could definitely bring this band and go really far with it, which obviously like I wanted to do, but... Um, at first, it seemed kind of hard to do that, but now it's definitely looking like an easier process. So I'm hoping for yeah, all three of those things to definitely happen, and, and anything else uh, positive for us. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. Where did that question go? Uh, oh, no, it was the same question. It was literally the same question. You wrote the same oh. question twice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oops. It was Wait, upcoming so releases you're excited for again. Oh, oops. I copied and pasted it from the Unculture thing. Um, <laughs> listen, dude, you can't even act like we don't do that with every interview we do. Okay, well, it's it's obvious, <laughs> but we don't have to tell them. Oh, well. Oh, no, they don't have to know. <laughs> um, one of you guys can ask the next one, because I asked Jade this yesterday. James, it's your turn. Oh. Okay, uh, so how has the writing, the process for writing and recording your different releases been, like, similar or different? Um, so when we did Donnie Darko, uh, we've recorded both of them at Noodle Shop Studios with our friend Aiden. He's great. Um, but Donnie Darko was the first song that I've ever worked on with Aiden because Indian Ron, like I said, they're in another band, so they've known Aiden for, like, years. Um, mm -hmm. When I went in for Donnie Darko, Everything was put in but guitar and vocals, so I did that. I was really nervous because I did not know him. I didn't know. I didn't think he was going to be the kind of person that's like, you have to do it this way. He's not. He's, he's the sweetest person ever. Um, I, I was very strict about it because I didn't know him. I kind of, kind of like didn't want to mess up with anything. Um, I, I was very, for Donnie Darko, it was very like, Lack of finding a better word. Okay. Mil I'm so sorry. I just sent Anthony a tweet and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We are very professional. We're so professional, I swear. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Anyways, um, you. <laughs> yeah, um, Donnie Darko was very like straightforward, very strict for me at least because I that was the first time I'd ever recorded anything in the studio, too. So I was, like, very nervous about messing up. And I didn't want to look like a fool or anything. Um, but with Yellow Houses, we had already been working with Aiden for the rest of the songs on the album. And he was really excited for this one. Like, when we sent him the demo, he was like, dude, we got to start working on this right away because it's incredible. And um, when we went in 
the studio, it was, I think we took it to the studio in, like, end of May. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to do it in separate parts, obviously, because of the virus. And we didn't get to meet up all together at the studio like we did before, which was really awkward. Um, and Andy didn't even get to record drums at the studio. He actually recorded them at his house and just sent them over to be mm-hmm. mixed. Um, but he's very talented, so they came out super clean. But, yeah, yeah, um, it was definitely a weird process because we did that in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I was a lot more laid back and comfortable with recording Yellow Houses um, because we'd already mm-hmm. been working on a few different things there. I very much remember the day that we did vocals. Um, and this is the same for Donnie Darko. I think for both songs, um, I only did two takes for vocals because... I don't know. I just somehow was able to like not screw up, <laughs> and and the takes are pretty close to each other. So we just we just kind of swapped out certain parts and kept everything pretty standard. But with Yellow House is when I hit the high note um, in the second part of the song. I remember Aiden and Ron were there in the in the other room and they just jumped up and they were smiling like cheering. And for the rest of the song, I was like trying not to laugh so I could finish it. But um. Yeah, just it that's probably the biggest difference. Like it was just a very it was a lot more fun doing yellow houses, I think for me personally, just because I was just kind of pleased about doing it. Um and also the, I think the song sound I don't think it sounds better than Donnie Darko, but it's more personal, so it was more it was more of an intimate recording for it as well. That's so wholesome. I'm sorry, that's just so <laughs> wholesome. I love that like <laughs> I really wish I had it on video because it was like it's like watching a movie or you're watching like a documentary on some musician and they get something right in a song and you see them cheering in the studio like that's exactly mm-hmm. how it was and it was so funny um yeah that was a really great day that's so good I love I love, I love that it. I love hearing stories yeah. in the studio where it's just like everything is just you know just it's home time you've got some some quirks the studio um not to go on a on a tangent but one thing that we have a habit of doing is ordering like 60 dollars worth of nachos and dip from this place in perth amboy and the studio is not in perth amboy so they have to drive really far that's why it's so much money but we order and like dog it for almost every session that we've done and nice i think i think that's become like the official foxy thing like the point where Ron will be like, "You're getting a sprite, right?" And I'm like, "Of course, I'm getting a sprite. That's that's my go-to with with uh, nachos, you know." <laughs> but, um, yeah, just just being in the studio in general too, really cool with Aiden. Um, he's super super sweet. And anyone in Jersey, like if you're if you're looking for a studio that's really gonna make you feel like you're at home, definitely check out Noodle Shop Studios. Um, they're they're amazing. Word. Um, so, with the announcement of your newest single, Yellow Houses, you also announced that you guys will be dropping a new record this year. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say the title. It's written here, but Matt yes, it's out. probably know it early. It's yes. out? Okay. It's yes, called it's Type. Can you, can you tell us anything about the record? Um, okay. I can't give away too much. I don't want to say how many songs are on it. Um, but obviously it is a yeah. full, it's a full album. That's the next question. I was going to oh. Oh, well, I'm jumping ahead. There you go. Um, yeah. But it, it is a full album. 
yeah. it's definitely more than we've done with like poets and ghosts and um the first ep that thankfully is now deleted from everything because it was really bad but um wait really yeah <laughs> not not poets, and ghosts. not poets and ghosts Ides. Oh. i it's really say. bad let's talk to will and try to get it get it from will oh yeah. no i have Did you to give uh, him the cd I forgot. I have a CD of it. I made like 50 CDs and gave them out at Sad Summerfest last year. I feel so bad for whoever owns that. Colin Walsh, um, Grayscale has one of the CDs, and I'm I really hope he threw it out because it was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing knowing you're the kind of person he is, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, wait, with tight. Um, I I can talk about the name, which. I say that word like 50 times a day like someone will be like hey i bought this and i'm like oh that's tight like that's so cool um yeah i really don't know how it became part of my vocabulary (laughs) but andy and ron took note of it and i actually before we even planned the album i took this picture of me hanging out with some of my friends from school and um i asked them i was like you know this looks really cool would you guys mind if we use this in the future for like music stuff and they were like yeah go ahead and sent it to andy and ron and they were like dude we got to make this like an album cover and we then we decided we were gonna make a full album because of a picture um and when they were describing the picture they i think it was one of them i could be getting this wrong but i'm pretty sure one of them was like as jade would say this is tight and then the other one was like let's name the album tight and then it just kind of stuck um I think it's really cool because I, I feel like that word kind of represents just how we are, as simple as it is. It's just kind of like something that spontaneously happened, which is overall everything we do in the band for the most part. <laughs> um, I think of like other things I could say about it that won't spoil too much. Um, there is a cover song on the album. I won't say who we cover. <laughs> There is a really cool cover song, and I get to use a synth in it. Um, oh, I heard synth. Yeah, so mm-hmm. very exciting for that, and uh, I do be stoked. Yeah. Oh do God, I'm so stoked it. for it. Anthony, stop stoked. texting me. <laughs> You're texting me. You started it by sending me a Serious interview here, guys. Come on. Yeah, okay, seriously. Hey guys, we got we to talk about synths. You know how it is. Yeah. We got to talk about synths. It's synth time, <laughs> all right? Synth time, time baby. The There's synth in one of the Noise Plant songs on the... Ooh, yes. Oh, yeah, there is. It's in just the one song, and it's, like, in the background, but it's still kind of cool. It's we just, don't have any synth They just add some sort of <laughs> layer to, to songs, especially, like, shoegaze and stuff. Like, they had a really cool layer to it. They're kind of underrated. Um, yeah. I think I think a lot of people like obviously like shoegaze pop punk. They kind of want to stray away from synths because they are used a lot more in pop, and I completely understand it. Like I I used to stray away from them too. Um, but when when I made six two three, hate the song, hate it. But when I made it, I used a synth to kind of make like a xylophone sound at the end. People really really liked that, so I was like, you know what? It's it's cool to play with synths. I'll mess around with it and. Um, the song I wanted to cover just so happened to have one for it instead of a lead guitar and I put it in and it pretty close to the actual song. I want to give it away so bad, but I can't. Um, 
I I got it pretty close to the actual song. I'm really excited for that one to be out because people who also like the band that we covered, they're I, I really hope they can like see the influence in our music as well with that band. Yeah. Um but yeah, Synth Synth is definitely on the album and uh it, it's also in one of our songs. We use like a little xylophone synth again. Um, but we've only used it twice. Um I think I think that's all I can really say about tight without straight up like giving you a whole track list and like lyric sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool that you're using synth. My thing with synth is like I want easy like the old easy core to come back. So I want I like knew you were gonna bring up the easy core whenever we talked about synth. I knew <laughs> oh it was God. Like old Wonder Years and like Chunk No Captain Chunk and stuff like that. And like I want I want that to come back. <laughs> I would I would be it would be such a good day. If that just all came back at once, never, never coming home needs to do that. You, know, you guys need to write a song. It will, uh, it will happen. Chord. It will happen because we did write an easy course on the other day. But the thing is, we wrote it with Derek, our bassist, on drums, so he doesn't listen to stuff like that. So he, did, I was doing like easy course stuff, and he was like, "How do I drum to this without double bass?" <laughs> it was. It's a fun time. Hopefully, that will make it the record if we actually write it. Easy course laps, though. I'm really if you guys like full on go through with that, I really hope you because I love easy core. Um, there's like okay, there's not, like no like super easy core songs, the but there's right like now, easy so. core, there's like easy core moments because like at the end of Nevermind, there's like a breakdown, and then in the middle of um, My Blood Red Heart, there's like a boss. Yeah, none of you really know what your songs sound like, so like, this yeah, none of you guys know what these newer songs sound like, but like, there's some cool, like, breakdown easy core moments, but nothing like full easy core yet. Yeah, yet, you guys yet. are like, all over the yeah, you guys are like all over the place with your sound, like, at least uh, your song, yeah. like, you pull from like different, different like mm-hmm. sides, like the pop punk. No yeah, like when I when I played you the demos the other day, I mean, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you expected to be all pop punk, and then there was like some math rock emo shit in there. You were not. Ex- I'm sure you weren't expecting and there was that. Some ska. <laughs> yeah, and there the was some ska there. It's definitely the way yeah. to go. Um, no, I'm not supposed to talk about tight, but one of the songs on there has so many things going on in it. Um, I wrote it in this the tune the same tuning I did Donnie Darko in. Um, Diego from American Beauty showed me this tuning, and it sounds incredible on my uh, Mustang. The um, it's um I don't even know what it's called. Like I don't even know if he just made it up. I honestly don't know. Like, like it's what like are the all <laughs> they're all flats. Like. Well, or it could technically also be sharps, depending on how you want to look at it. But I look at it as sharps when I tune. It's like D sharp. Um, oh god, I don't even know the order. Like this is how insane it is. It's it's D sharp, C sharp, G sharp, C sharp, A sharp, and then just a C. Like it's something really weird. Okay. And I know that sounds bad that I don't know my own tuning, but I genuinely mm-hmm. like. I, if I can't give a tuning a name, I don't know how to do it the right way. Yeah, and, I feel um, that. These tunings be getting a little weird. Yeah, like this, it's honestly the weirdest tuning I've ever heard. It's very pretty sounding. It's very twinkly sounding. But um, yeah. it's really weird. Um, and it took a while to get used to. But once I got used to it, I started writing like really cool. I wouldn't say twinkle riffs because I don't, I don't really like tap fast enough to be twinkle. I made this joke the other day, but I was like, if anything, we're more like sparkle. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, we, we do have one song where I do like, I start with arpeggios, and it jumps to taps, and then it jumps to just standard strumming, and taps with this crazy chord. Like, it's really weird. It has a really weird structure. You can definitely hear there's like some slight math rock going on in it, definitely a little bit of pop punk, um, like just different influences in it. Um, Honestly, though, I think that that might be one of the best songs in the album. I don't know. I I think the structure is really cool, but the lyrics are kind of corny. So, yeah. I feel I a lot that. of people can look I mean, past lyrics when it, when the mu- like when the musicianship is good. Like, at least I do. At least I I pay attention way more to the like instruments and everything. I like yeah. I, I love I love easy core. What do you expect? I don't give a fuck about the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's all, I mean all the lyrics are shit. You know, it's Equal like lyrics are the worst. We just keep circling back to Easy Core. I'm so sorry. Yeah, like seriously though, like Tottenham got the junk. Hey dudes, are you ready to understand? Yeah. Why? Like that song is like awful lyrically. Yeah, we just keep circling. Honestly, how I feel with this, like not the next song. It's not the next song, but that song on the album. Like I was listening to a lot of modern baseball when I wrote it. Modern baseball is amazing, but some of their lyrics in certain songs are like very simplified. That's yeah, kind of yeah. what I did. So it's like it's like Yellow Houses is very emotional and raw and like straightforward to what yeah. it's about. Mm-hmm. And then this other song is just about like basically hanging out with friends. Like that's it. And it's very like, ha, ah, my friends are cool. Hey dudes, are you <laughs> ready to kind of like people love <laughs> people love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like people love that stuff. Yeah. People like it. I would be very glad. I would be glad if they like anything that we have, um, <laughs> but especially that song. Like, I just feel like because it has a really cool instrumental intro, I don't want the lyrics to come in and people are like, what is this? This is horrible, you know? Yeah. People like mom jeans. People like modern baseball. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's two sides of emo. There's the emo that's got all these, like, super, like, poetic words, and then there's just straight-ass lyrics. But it's, like, great because <laughs> the lyrics are awful. You know? Oh, without a doubt. It's got that charm like, to it. I feel like it is. A it's, like, California emo versus East Coast. Like, East Coast, or even mm. Midwestern. Like, everybody's like, I'm so sad, and here's a song about my dog. And then everyone in California is like, Ha ha ha! I strum a guitar. No, I mean, uh, like, smoking weed with the dudes. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of musicians from California, they are great. But I know, like, the majority of bands that have I've listened to that have lyrics that are more simple than the actual instrumental um, are based over towards California, which I, I just think is really ironic because East Coast. I have yet to yet to listen to a band in the DIY scene at least that has lyrics that are like super simple and not depressing almost yeah yeah I know what you mean so um talking about the record uh since we can't ask how many songs there are I'm gonna ask an alternative question uh did you write a number of songs like did you write, like, say, 20 songs and picked, like, a number out of those? Or did you just write, like, these songs and then recorded them? Um, so I actually, I did write a lot of songs. I want to say I wrote, uh, maybe it was around 20. I did write. 
Um, but I definitely didn't want a 20 song album as our first release together. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's not. I, I just felt, and that was like when Donnie Darko was like barely at 2000 streams. And I was like, that's kind of a stretch for us to be like, hey guys, okay, here's 20 songs now. Like, that's a lot. Um, so I didn't send all of those songs over to Andy and Ron. I still have a lot of them that I'm still working on. The ones that I liked the most, I sent over um, and we just kind of revised. I think we only revised each of the songs that we have like a couple of times maybe once or twice and then went to the studio with it um there were definitely going to be a lot more thought about for the album i could say because i, I definitely like i said i didn't want to put all of them on it um but there were more options that we had for it word yeah i think the best way to go is just to write as many songs as possible and then just you know choose which ones are like the yeah. best ones and put those out in a smaller release and then just you know save the Basically rest for a like lot another. easier too because um like if you write let's say you sit and you write 30 songs and then after that you have like horrible writer's block and then you use all of those songs for one release you're kind of stuck for a while you know so i'd rather yeah rather write a bunch of songs pick the best ones for whatever release and then go back to them to see what we could work on for a, another release or even take older stuff and rework it into something new. I, I would rather do that. Yeah, exactly. It just, you know, it's, and also just good marketing because like, you know, like you said, you don't want a 20 song release for your first release. Like that's a little yeah. much. And it's, it's a lot. Honestly, you don't want a 20-song release kind of period, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a little, like, that's a little much sometimes. Especially, like, in the DIY scene, I don't think yeah. I, there's a single band that has more than maybe maybe 15 songs. Even 15 is pushing it. I, I, like, as, that's just something I can't picture doing. Even if we weren't, I, I can never not see myself being in the DIY scene, but it, God forbid if we weren't. I would never be able to be like, all right, guys, we're going to have a whole song that's like an hour and a half, or not song, but album that's an hour and a half long. Like, that's insane. I wouldn't even be able to sit through my own music. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> I can, feel that so much. I barely sit through yeah. a three-minute song that we've written. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> okay, want me to ask the, the next question? Oh, uh, sure, you can ask the next question. Okay, dope. Where was the record mainly written, and did that influence the song writing or aesthetic of the record? Where was it mainly written, you said? Yeah. Um, for most of those songs, I write a lot of songs just in my room or in my basement in Jersey. Um, I think actually everything was written in my basement only because I have all my equipment down there. Um, mm -hmm. so all of it was obviously except for like the cover song. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but Donnie Darko actually was written at my aunt's house, um, in Pennsylvania, and it was like right after, right after Christmas, I think it was after we did our first show actually, and I went there to stay with her for a little bit, and um, I first watched. Donnie Darko. It was in my film class at the beginning of, the t of December, and mm -hmm. I was obsessed with it, like really badly, like a really bad hyperfixation. And I just had 
the compulsion to write a song about it because my brain is just like, haha, you are obsessed with something and if you don't write a song about it, the world is gonna explode, ironically. Um, I just like, I just started strumming this little thing. I was like, haha, I could write a song about Donnie Darko with that. And um, I, I just started writing it there, but um, everything else has been done in Jersey. Um, I think I can say the same for Andy and Ron too. Like when they write their parts into the song, um, they've all been, they've both been at home in Jersey. Um, we're all together, like Andy's house, obviously before quarantine and everything. Um, but, but just mainly, mainly New Jersey. Dope. Okay. Dope. Hi. Hi. Okay. Okay. So I really like this. Yeah, wait. Uh, okay. I want to ask the last one just because I really like this question. Okay. Um, if you, okay, yes, let's say fun. theoretically, you had a headline tour to promote the new album, and you could pick okay. three bands to open, who would they be and why? You can be as oh. unrealistic as possible. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh God. Um. Probably. Oh God, that's a really good question. I gotta, I gotta take a second. I don't want to say like my friends' bands because that's really biased. Like. I really want to say American Beauty. Um, or so yeah, okay, American Beauty probably. Um, Lilac Queen again, Eliana again. Um, alternatively, this band. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Skylar Pocket. Um, they are incredible. I would love to have Skylar. I would love to play a show with Skylar Pocket, in general. Um. I think if there's any other bands. Um I think I think those are kind of my top ones, honestly. I think those are my comfort zone bands, so I think that's why I keep mm -hmm. choosing them. But um okay. or also um going on the bigger side of bands, Real Friends came back with Dan Lampton and <laughs> we could tour oh with them. God. I would do that in a heartbeat. Um yeah. Without a doubt. Also, again, now, now. I, I feel like that is something that possibly in the like very far future could be reached because I think our style is kind of in the now, now range. Um, this would not happen at all, but Code Orange. Oh my <laughs> god, that would be so sick. Oh, it's very yeah. like on the whole other end of the of the coin there, but Code Orange or even their uh, their shoegaze band adventure uh, not adventure it's just adventures um yeah, yeah. either or like i would take either or if they were like listen you can only get code orange to come through and they're gonna start screaming i'd be like do it do it right now yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I definitely think those would be those would all kind of be up for that if i could have all of those bands that would be really cool but i i've never heard of a seven band concert or anything. Fox so. Teeth Fest. Fox Teeth Fest. Fox Teeth Fest. Oh, <laughs> yes. God, so good. I have a weird extra question that I thought of. If you could have Code Orange feature on a Fox Teeth song, would you do that or would it be too weird? Oh no, there's definitely a song on the album where I'm screaming for all of it. I, yes. if, if I could get Reba Bird? Myers to come in for that song, Bird? I think I would lose my mind. Yeah. Damn. I, we've actually, we've played it live a few times. Is it the I one thinking of? Yeah. Okay, is. bet. 
I'm, um, I will say I'm most excited for that song. I scream a lot in it. I'm um, so excited. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I feel like the only song that would make sense for Code Orange to be on, like, if I asked Code Orange and they answered, obviously, to be on, like, Yellow Houses, this would not make sense, like, yeah, that exactly. would sound very insane. I mm-hmm. uh for that for that other song, I think that would be kind of cool. Um just because I I love Code Orange. I think um I don't think a lot of people know that either. Like I listen to Code Orange a lot and um the depth tones a lot. Spite. Yeah. Those, those if we could get those bands featured on that one song. Just all of them I'd screaming at once. Oh yes. <laughs> Tina Moreno would be in with like very like airy vocals and then he just starts screaming the chorus i could see it god that would be such a time <laughs> uh, sadly, all... oh, i was gonna say sadly we don't have chino moreno but ron sounds identical to him so maybe maybe <laughs> we'll go back into the studio and i'll have ron scream a little bit word <laughs> yeah, um, i need to stop saying word i need to stop saying period Period. Piriana. No. Hard. <laughs> um, okay, so basically now just plug your band. Um, we are Fox Teeth again. Um, all of our socials are at Fox Teeth NJ. Um, we've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even though Facebook is kind of like humor, <laughs> you know. Um, we're on all streaming platforms. The last three releases that we had are all out on streaming platforms. Um, we've got a YouTube. Um, and if anyone needs any more information for us, um, you could definitely go into the bio of any of our socials, and we have all of our links there. Mm-hmm. One more thing, because by the time this is out, it'll definitely be up so I can say it. Um, we've got merch. We've got some oh, shirts yeah. and stickers that are up. Um, once again, link will be in our social bios, so check yeah. that out. Buy some, buy some shirts if you'd like. Get all email and codes. Um, honestly, I'm feeling kind of spicy, so maybe in like six hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> word. You know what? Bet. Oh, I just have to I do mean, it yeah. to them. <laughs> it just—I mean, it had to happen sometime. Yeah. yeah, like why wait? You know, if it's set up, <laughs> why wait? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's it on my end. Yeah, bet. Dope. All right, word. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to the Legends word. of Podcast podcast. Thanks Bye for everyone listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, James, get Craig out of here. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig.